stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by Zach's Dave Bartosiak. He's the editor of the Blockchain Innovators. And we're also doing something new on the Market Edge. If you're just listening to this in a normal podcast, like on Apple or Spotify, we're doing a video podcast for the first time today. And Dave has agreed to be the guinea pig for the video part of it. It's taken us a little bit of time to set ourselves up here. And you can check out the video podcast. I'm going to tweet it out. I guess it's not called tweeting anymore. I'm going to... X seat? How is it? I don't know. I'm going to put it on X and I'm going to, maybe I'll join threads and put it over there. This could be the first, first thread. I don't know what it's called over there. It's not a tweet, but first thing over on threads. And then it'll be on stock twits and you can also get it on uh, our YouTube channel. We have a separate podcast YouTube channel. So this will be the first like true video podcast on that podcast channel, uh, showing our faces and all that exciting stuff. And that is on Zach's podcast. It's separate from our normal Zach's YouTube channel. So just type in Zach's podcast. It's Z-A-C-K-S podcast. You'll see all of them there. This one will stand out because of our faces. So welcome, Dave. Thanks for being the guinea pig. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I, I've added some ambiance to my to my thing here. I added these books in the back because I normally don't have these for any kind of videos or anything. There you go. But you know, I figured I might as well look a little bit academic or something and put some investing books back there. I've got you know lights, camera action over here. Yeah. All this, this. (laughs) Yes, it's looking good. Um, But I I asked you to be on the podcast this week because you are the editor of the Blockchain Innovators portfolio here at Saks. I've noticed it's exploded higher in the recent last couple of months. You have huge winners in there. You've always had NVIDIA for a couple of years in there. But it seemed to me that whenever there was like an AI type of news or things going on with AI, that your blockchain stocks, you know, at least some of them were taking off on the AI story. So I wanted to talk this week about, you know, is blockchain the next AI or is AI the next blockchain? Are they, are they kind of in the same realm in certain ways? What, what is going on? So I think they are in the same realm um, because the underlying technology driving each each side is sort of the same. So it's heavily GPU focused, right? Um, if you look at the crypto miners and, and part of the reason for NVIDIA's boom and AMD's boom is uh, because they provide those chips, the, the GPUs, you know, the chips for the GPUs, and then you get the, you know, the whole machine learning and all these giant cloud-based servers where everybody's using. Uh, So that is heavily, you know, that's like, that's blockchain right there, right? Is uh, the backbone of blockchain technology is, is those GPUs. So then when you flip over to the AI side, well, what's, what's powering AI? Well, it's chips and machine learning and all the same thing. So they, they, they kind of go in, in a way they go hand in hand because they're using the same hardware to achieve the same goal. Um, but they're two, you know, dramatically different technologies, which you know I want to definitely hammer that point home. 
But, you know, when we did blockchain innovators, what we were looking for is not necessarily those purely, you know, crypto plays, but utilizing the blockchain technology and leveraging that, you know, to deliver profits to investors. So it's that's that's where it's so similar with what's happening now with with AI across the board. So it's the same basic hardware. And that's where you get a lot of the crossover. Okay. So are there some of these blockchain companies that, you know, are just basically jumping on the bandwagon, like outside of AMD or NVIDIA? Are there some that like, hey, you know, if we bring this up in our conference call for the second quarter, you know, we're going to get some looks at us and our stock. Yeah. I think at the surface, you're going to have people accusing a lot of companies of doing that. It kind of feels that way. But when you really dig down, um, the two technologies are so interrelated that it does not make sense for a blockchain oriented company to not also pivot into the AI space. So like one example is Hive, right? So Hive is a, a large crypto mining outfit. And on their last conference call, well, they, they did a little bit of a rebranding, um, to show how they're now in the cloud space. And what they're doing is they're taking some of their existing hardware and their future hardware that's coming in and during either downtimes or slow times or what have you, uh, or just to diversify in general, are taking some of their hardware that was just mining crypto and now allowing that to be utilized for AI, for kind of cloud-based on-demand computing. So it's easy for them to pivot because all you really have to do is divvy up your existing hardware. You don't have to do anything dramatic to change that. And it's a way for them to diversify their revenue streams on the AI side, probably smooth it out a lot more than you're going to get um, on your, your crypto mining. And so they, they like the they like where that's heading, especially with the growth in AI and the sort of on-demand cloud computing that you're going to see as a result of the proliferation of that technology you know, throughout throughout the economy. Okay. I wasn't really thinking um, as much about AI with like the crypto side. Um, so what other kind of plays are there on the crypto side with the AI focus? Um, I mean, the mining is, is going to be the vast majority of it where the actual, like the actual money is right. Cause that's investments that they've already made. They already have the hardware that's there. Um, you know, you're going to have, theoretical sort of AI crypto plays where they'll, they'll say, oh, yeah, we're going to use AI to come up with a better way of a more efficient way of mining our crypto and do that. And that's you're going to throw that by the wayside um, or that, you know, it's going to be a crypto trading bot that uses AI and that kind of thing. So the companies that you're going to see in BI and blockchain innovators are not going to have that's not that's not going to be their story. Um, and any crossover between AI and crypto is or is going to be more blockchain related and, and more to do with the hardware than, than anything else. Um, I was thinking about this the other day because I heard the Charles Schwab CEO on CNBC after they reported their earnings and they asked him about AI and how they're going to be using it. And he talked about how um, they, they're already using it in 40 different kind of uh, ways already They've adapted the AI 
And then he added at the end that they're not using it for like actual financial advising, at least not yet, <laughs> but they're using it in these, all these other ways. He didn't really go into what those ways were of the 40, but that sounds like a lot. So after I heard him, I just thought, well, isn't every company going to kind of be an AI play really going forward? Every major company is going to find some ways to use it, aren't they? Yeah, it's a super hot phrase right now. And um, it, it's just kind of the, the, the phrase du jour. Um, but I think if, if you look back, you know, so oddly enough, I was uh, and I drive back and forth to Fort Lauderdale often. And uh, I like to listen to books on tape. That's my new thing. Well, it's, it's audible now, right? It's not books on tape anymore. Right, right. So I'm listening to audible and uh, the interviews with traders, uh, Jack Schwager's, uh, you know, Market Wizards book. Um, and it's all interviews with really famous commodity traders, and uh, futures traders, stock traders, everything. And in the book, they're, they're talking about so many themes that we're talking about today. You just have to switch out what the name of it is. So, so back to, during like the crash in 87, uh, they thought that this portfolio insurance was a big reason why, right? And that was essentially just like a programmatic hedging tool that they used uh, back then. And then they talk a lot about programmatic trading and systematic trading and how that's going to, you know, take out all the edge that any human has. And that's going to be the thing that's going to rock and roll. And they're worried about how that technology is going to change the way the marketplace is. Fast forward 10 years and talk about the internet and how the internet was making these changes and making everything all dramatic. At the end of the day, it's all pretty much the same thing. It's just the question of how is the, the progression of technology going to affect us on a day-to-day -day basis? How is it going to affect productivity and how is it going to affect these profits? So now AI just happens to be the thing that sounds a little mysterious today that every everybody wants to talk about that's really hot and it's just kind of having its day in the sun. And that doesn't mean that this isn't you know revolutionary for a lot of different businesses. Of course it is. But as AI is democratized across the world, which will happen quicker than the internet was or information was democratized across the world because everything is going to happen faster. Like these companies are going to be well ahead in the beginning and then that edge is going to get squeezed out very quickly as that access to AI, you know, like everybody has it. So I think that it's, it's a great thing to talk about now. It's definitely helping fuel the market rally here. But it, I think part of the reason is, is the marketing of the market right now. It, it, it's really boring to tell somebody to go out and buy, you know, Hewlett Packard right now. It's, it's, it's just a boring story. Um, doesn't mean it's a bad story, but it's just a boring story. But if you can go out and say, Hey, you know, this new AI, Microsoft is totally on board with it. And they're really starting to, you know, rock and roll. It's going to add X amount of dollars to their revenue over the course of the next few years. You know, then you get a huge rally in Microsoft all of a sudden, and we got a two two and a half trillion dollar company um, because it's got a, a sexy story that we can talk about. So I, I think we're going to look back and realize that the the AI is not going to deliver the across the board huge returns for all of these companies like everybody thinks it that it is. And, and it, I think it, it's definitely going to be a tool that helps a lot. It's going to revolutionize a lot of different processes. Um, but it's also going to create with it new challenges that the market's going to have to hit head on. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it transpires. 
When you're looking for new additions to the blockchain innovator portfolio, are you looking now for those? Obviously, they have to have some kind of blockchain, but are you also looking for that AI component on the side because it's the sexy place to be right now? So why not? Why not look for that too? Yeah, it's not that I, I look for it. If it's there, it definitely can make that stock more attractive, but I, but I want to see how it's utilizing it. You know, how, how is it? How is it that play and, and how is it? You know how is it making that stock more attractive? And you know we've had our we had a pretty good run, you know, in these tech stocks. And then now, if you look like over the course of the last week, um, last week or month, really, energy all of a sudden is starting to tick up again as we've got oil, you know, pushing up to eighty dollars a barrel. Um, so the themes of yesteryear now are starting to creep back into the discussion, right? Um, the but, old economy, yeah, yeah. But I always base it like my the the start of my search is looking through 10 Qs for the word blockchain or 10 Ks, rather, sorry, 10 Ks for uh, the word blockchain. So, uh, and that's how I start it. And then I come up with a big list and then I start whittling it down from there. Uh, so um, if I, I think if you search for artificial intelligence, every single company on earth is going to have some mention of it. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone, because they'll, yeah. even in their risk disclosures, they'll say, Oh, that's a risk to our company. Or if, something they want to show off they'll talk about that too um so it's 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 kind of it's all over the place whereas blockchain was a little bit more um a little bit more discerning about using that word just because you know it was kind of sort of very specific so you saw it in a lot of fintech and that kind of thing um obviously all the hardware plays i saw it a little bit in shipping uh haven't really seen too much i, I think i had an energy player too that was trying to incorporate blockchain um in their um in their field operations. Um, but that's where it starts is, is, is blockchain. So I'm not looking for AI, but I'm not going to run away from AI either. Now, have you seen with the blockchain companies, because you have been watching them for many years now, that it is really the big guys who have dominated that market? Like the same way you were just predicting the bigger, the bigger companies, that's what they're saying, will dominate the AI just because they have the lead, they have the money, they have the expertise to start off at least. But is that what you've seen on blockchain now that, that that's been around a thing for quite some time? Yeah, I've seen, I mean, there's like when you look at a lot of these little tiny micro caps that you're hoping might finally get off the ground, they never end up, they never end up getting off the ground really. Um, I have a watch list that, you know, was created when we started this thing. And um, there's been several tickers I've had to delete because they're no longer traded or they're penny stocks right now uh, when they showed a lot of great promise. So it, it, it kind of goes exactly with what our thesis was originally with that blockchain innovators was that we figured that the companies that were tied exclusively to crypto type operations were going to have a rough go of it. Whereas if you had a diversified mix of revenues and blockchain was part of that or helping you you know, create a more efficient, a more efficient profits and better margins that that was going to do better. And that's kind of where you wanted to be. Um, but it's kind of funny. We were talking about this before is that, you know, there's no uh, AI innovators portfolio specifically here uh, at Zaxx, but the blockchain sort of became that de facto just because a lot of these companies have, have the crossover in it. Um, but that just goes to show the, you know, the mix that a lot of these stocks have. Yeah. In common. Yeah. Um, all right. Is, is there, I guess that's kind of, 
just the themes I wanted to cover. I know we're getting Microsoft and Alphabet's earnings as I'm recording this. We're getting them uh, later today. Uh, so we'll have those results by the time everybody's listening to this podcast. But um, is is AI the thing that we should be tuning into with, with those big guys this quarter? Because it's so new. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to deliver um, on some of their promises because they've already, you know, made some pretty lofty promises in the space. So you're going to need to start seeing, you know, some some early returns on that, which would just get people excited for what the next best, what the next move is and what the next big thing is. All this AI stuff really started taking off when chat GPT entered, entered the chat, so to speak. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, all these AI related names were going nuts. But a ton of these smaller AI related names like are useless like let's not, even, <laughs> let's not even like pretend like they're they're gonna re- revolutionize anything um just like a lot of these websites and such like we mess around i can go you know create an ai pick of you know dave bartosiak you know flying through the sky like an eagle right i can do that doesn't really bring much utility to life um and and we know where it could potentially go in the digital realm and i think that's where you can have the largest impact is in the digital realm and then a lot of it just from an informational standpoint is just it, it, it just further democratizes information whereas before you know there, there's still a little bit of a talent to figure out how to google something right there's like a there's, there's a way to 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 curate your google search results you know to make it make sense Whereas now, if I go on ChatGPT and I just say, hey, man, I, I want to know about this. Like, what is this? It can explain it. And I can even say, hey, explain like I'm five and it'll explain a complex concept to you as if you're a five-year-old. So um, I think that's really where where you're going to see it is the, the digital realm is where it'll dominate. And then maybe on the day-to-day for most, most people, there's going to be some things obviously that will change, but... I, I don't know that it's that we're going to have like an iPhone moment um, anytime soon. Now, we started this podcast and I mentioned that you've owned NVIDIA for a number of years in the blockchain innovators. And I'm looking right now and I see that you've owned it since September 2019. It's your biggest winner. That- yeah, and that was, the second, that was the second stint, by the way. We had a first stint in NVIDIA where we made some money on it. Uh, and then we came back and I, I bought the dip even more impressive. So, um, so I guess my question to you is for all those people like myself who aren't in NVIDIA still, we don't own it. It's had this big run again. Um, I guess I should have bought it last year when it sold off, but I didn't. So is it too late to get in it? I I see you have almost a thousand percent gain in blockchain innovators. So if I were to go on blockchain innovators, I might be a little intimidated by that. Like, Dang, it's had this huge run. It can't it can't keep going. I'm staying on the sidelines. But what is your recommendation for people if they don't own NVIDIA? Well, I think NVIDIA is going to trade as the NASDAQ trades. I know we had a little bit of a rebalancing that kind of cut down, you know, how much NVIDIA was a part of that. But I think uh, the returns on it will begin to um, mirror the broad market a little bit. Um over over the long term, uh, which you see in these tech stocks as they become more and more sort of advanced and just economies of scale just come in where they're just so big, you know, what are you going to do until another major innovation comes out and then you have and then you're Microsoft, right? And all of a sudden you're flying again 
um, even though you're you're a giant or you know the Amazons of the world, things of that nature. So, but I think the market has just found so much safety in these large cap tech stocks um, that there's just so much money that goes into them. Um, they are the new blue chip um, and and should keep pace with the market. So for a lot of people out there that are still looking for returns better than the market and, and better than a NASDAQ even, right? Because the NASDAQ is going to whip around a little higher beta than the S&P 500 is going to have. Um, so I think NVIDIA is going to take that even a step further where the NASDAQ's up 10%, maybe NVIDIA's up 15, right? Um, so I, I, I think overall for the long-term investor, yeah, of course. Now, if you're intermediate term, if you're just a few, you know, if you want to get in, get out in a month, three months or six months, um, you know, the, the blockchain innovators is not the portfolio you should be looking at, um, frankly, because this is a long term, you know, geared portfolio. And I have names in there where they've gone way up and then come back down and I still stick with them just because I want people to know that these are blockchain names um, and, and it's not a market timing platform at all. It's just these are names to, to keep on your radar and keep looking at and uh, continue to do research on. Okay. That's good advice. Um, but I thank you. Thank you for joining us on the very first Zach's Market Edge video podcast and our normal podcast. Um, you've been on many times. Normally we talk about autos. So I will have to have you back on to talk about that because there's always something going on on that side of things, it seems. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about cars. I, I, okay. Okay. So we'll do that one soon too. too. Um, it's, it's pretty dramatic, the shift that's taking. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll have you back on uh, soon to talk about that. But let me recap the stocks we did talk about on this week's episode. So there was NVIDIA, NVDA is the ticker there. Um, we mentioned AMD, that's also in the blockchain innovators. AMD is the ticker. Hive, we mentioned, that is H-I-V-E. So just like it sounds, Hive, H-I-V-E. I mentioned Charles Schwab because they're using the AI and I don't know, they're probably using the blockchain too, I would think. Um, they have a bank and various other things, but don't quote me on that, not sure. Um, S-C-H-W is that ticker. And we briefly mentioned just Microsoft, Google, the big guys, well, Alphabet, MSFT, and of course, G-O-O-G-L. And as always, be sure to get us somewhere. As I mentioned early in the podcast, you can get our regular podcasts on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, anywhere else you can get podcasts, including SoundCloud. But be sure to get the video podcast now because, you know, we had to get all dressed up to come on here. <laughs> Normally we aren't, right? So be sure to get the video somewhere. Get it on Zach's podcast on YouTube. You can also get it on our homepage on zax.com just click on the podcast link and i will be tweeting it out and putting it on social media pages as well but be sure to get it somewhere and i'll see you again next week on the market edge with some more stocks this material is being provided for informational purposes only and nothing herein constitutes investment legal accounting or tax advice or a recommendation to buy sell or hold a security do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.